Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Don't show off. <laughs> Don't show up. And then you had a nerve to show up and, and and your backdrop is like a pained window. Where the hell are you at? Some kind of bed and breakfast? <laughs> it is like a full pained window behind you. What brick? Were you wait, are you in like the chambers or something? Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> you're like toggling it in and you're like, you're getting one invite. And like, you know, I put up with months of your technical difficulties and I get one invite. But you know what, Beth, you were so calm because you really acted as if like, no, it's fine. It's I, I get confused too. You really made me feel accepted. And then here you go. You're getting one little tip and I'm like, bitch, where are you at? What is wrong? What's going on? I love yeah. it. But you're here. What a, what a stained glass window behind you. I felt like you were in like a, a church or something. It's like basically legit. like that. There's probably like a wind chime in there. Is there a wind chime in there, Beth? It looks like it would be. <laughs> right right outside the window. No, it's probably like deer frolicking somewhere. Oh, of course you know what deer frolicking is. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> deer frolicking. But the, okay. let's do the damn thing. All right, I'm my, hair, some, my hair's still looking good. You look good, girl. You sharp. You are sharp. <laughs> so since I accepted my one invite to the conversation. You had one conversation. Get... I mean, you had one invite. Let's get this bitch started. Well, all right. Hello, everyone. But just to get us started, I just want to say that I had to invite Beth two times today <laughs> to come to the party. And the party meaning our studio for our podcast. She was having some technical difficulties and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it there. But I just wanna let our listeners know I'm out of my bed, which I spend ninety percent of my day in, including sleep, including bed chats with Yanni, including stories, including showtime, including laundry folding, including snuggles with the kids, including boomboomroom.com. I love but it. But I am out of the bed. She is out in the bed, and then she has the nerve. Hold on, guys. So I invited her twice. She comes on, and there's, like, stone, beautiful gray stone in the background. There's super tall, big, paned windows. I'm like, where the hell are you? Some kind of chambers? Or She's like, I'm in a mansion. I'm like, bitch, don't, don't start. Chester County Mansion. Chester County Mansion. But we are here with you guys today, and... We are here to talk about how social media, how other people's influence can mess with your mind Mm -hmm. and how sometimes we compare ourselves to things and people and now more than ever and how that affects you through your everyday, how it affects you maybe at work how you can get through it, how you can cut it out all together. So we just want to dive into that and talk about it. Cause I know there has been times for me personally, where I've struggled with that. 
Um, and there's times even still that I still struggle with it. So let's talk about it. In reality, I think we do this without even realizing that we're doing it. I kind of pulled a couple of my girlfriends and I said, you know, do you like keep up with the Joneses and do you even know that you're doing it? And one of my close girlfriends said, you know, she really would struggle with that because of social media and trying to put herself in the same exact box as everybody else. But when she gets real serious about what that takes away from her, she's like not present at all. And so I vibe with that because if the ultimate goal is to find joy every day, you're already out of the gate not meeting your needs because if you're comparing yourself to the next person when the context can't even potentially be the same like likely is not the same yeah when you're comparing yourself to other people you're already taking away your ability to find that everyday joy yeah because it takes it gets like it gets like a hold on you i know that there has been times where like subconsciously, I don't even know that I'm doing it. Um, but I will be on social media and I'm scrolling or I'm following someone and instantly I would get an attitude over <laughs> something that like, you know, I would, you know, do a tour of, of a, a virtual tour of a house or whatever. And I would instantly like, compare what I have to that at this second and didn't know I was doing it but then I would like finish watching that and automatically I'm like oh I should get x y and z or I I need to buy new throw pillows or this or that or and I found myself doing it often Mm -hmm. you know so just being conscious of that because that can have you spiral into a place of negativity of thinking that you're not worth it not thinking that what you're working towards or what you're doing or what you have current in your life isn't enough yeah i mean just yesterday just yesterday i did this somebody was coming over to drop off something they were literally going to be in the house like 0.5 seconds So I'm like, okay, I've got a real quick, like tidy up, get everything together. And like, I go into the dining room, you know, it's the last day of school, last week of school. So shit's everywhere, kids stuff. And like, in, I wanted to just like throw everything away just to get it out of my sight. And just so the house didn't look a hot mess. But then I had to stop myself. And it's like, you literally just emptied out three book bags with notebooks and artwork and blah, blah, blah. And What's important here is getting to read those things and look at those things when you have time. What's not important is throwing them away so you can appease society's norm of what a a house should look like in every day. Yeah. I feel like often we compare our lesser qualities to someone's better qualities so we see and like you know and I say social media a lot and I'm going to continue to say that especially throughout this episode because um I think they are the biggest components to 
you know, seeing and watching and, uh, you know, taking in people's day to day, their life, their families, their Mm -hmm. houses, Mm -hmm. their cars, their lifestyle in general, their jobs, um, their appearance. And so now it's almost in our face all the time. But we have to understand too, is that like people post the best things about themselves. Yeah. It's not common that people post their lowest parts, the lowest times on social media. So when you're literally scrolling and you're seeing the better parts of someone's life, naturally it would have you think like, oh my God, how does this person do it? What are they doing that I'm not doing? How does she have that? And, you know, I work this much or I've done X, Y, and Z. I should have that too. Yeah. So we're looking at it literally from one side. And I'm not saying that it's not okay to view someone's life or what they're doing and want parts of that. I think that's, you're human. I think that's a quality that most humans have, right? That all humans have. But I think also is turning the way you think about it and Mm -hmm. maybe admiring someone's work ethic or maybe wanting to mirror someone's worth ethic. Maybe, you know, looking at someone's daily routine and says, oh, you know, they live a, from what I can see, a healthy lifestyle. I want to start doing that. Yeah. That's a healthy way of viewing it. But to view something and to almost hate on it, in a sense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's where it gets tricky. That's where it gets to be super negative and just well i think the hating on part of it is what's coming out of you feeling bad about yourself that's just the reaction part of it you know i think if we go to the root cause we shouldn't put anything in front of us that ultimately is creating an opportunity for us to feel bad about ourselves right you know just like what you said like we see like we we see people's highlight reels the best of what they want to show us. And especially being consumers of social media, if there's a page or a person that continues to make you feel bad about yourself, you have full responsibility to unfollow them. Have you ever done that? Oh my gosh, yes. Like just gone and like cleaned out? Yep. I've I've done it multiple times and I continue to still do it. Because sometimes even content, like some people's content I might need right now or I might enjoy right now that I don't later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I'm constantly filtering out. I think I have to for my mental health. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just being strong in the mind. I know we talk about this almost every episode. But how the power of the mind and the way you think about things and how you take in things, like... You want to take care of that first Mm -hmm. because it will allow you to view things and situations and lifestyles so much differently. How do you take care of that first? I think that the, the biggest thing, I mean, for me personally, um, working out helps me so much when I get to that point mentally in my head where it's just like, you know, you know, you get to get those, those times where everything's negative 
or you can feel it almost on you. You can feel that you're just not the best version of yourself. Um, yeah. Working on myself physically helps me clear my mind and strengthen it. I love that. And I, and I can tell that when I'm not working out or doing anything active and moving my body, I can tell that it has a toll on my mental health almost instantly. So I think for me, that's, you know, that's the biggest way. There's other things though, just, you know, again, looking at something, if you're consuming something and, you know, you're watching their highlight reel or their Instagram post or what Facebook, whatever it is, whatever social media. And and again, I keep talking about social media because I think that's the biggest thing that we have right now that, you know, mm-hmm. makes everyone's lives feel accessible. Like they're a part of yours and you're a part of theirs or this, it's right there. So if you're seeing something, consuming something, just taking a second and say, you know what, if I like this so much, Maybe I should start doing that in a yeah. healthy way. In a I healthy love what way. you're saying because literally everybody does this. And if you say that you don't, you're lying. Because as humans, we're just wired to compare ourselves to others. Yep. And we're social creatures. Creatures. We're social creatures. And, you know, we have always tried to just compare ourselves to the people that look most like us which are humans right like we're not going to be out there comparing ourselves to the deer frolicking in the woods here you go with that frolicking (laughs) (laughs) right like i'm not going to be like oh i wish i could hop as high as that deer i had a white white tail as white as that deer you're going to compare yourself to other humans it's just what happens right but i think what we really need to highlight is that we are social creatures. So if there's something that we admire about someone or that intrigues us or that we're attracted to, maybe connecting with that person and going a little bit deeper instead of just, you know, trying to achieve that, maybe asking some questions like, Oh, Yanni, like I, I see that you cook a lot with your family And I like that about you. Like, I always see you posting family dinner times. Like, how do you make that all work? Because I like can't get there, right? Like, I want to have peaceful, like, I literally told my kids the other day, like, I just want a peaceful dinner. It was hell on earth. And they all went to bed early, like totally failed the mission. And then like, I'm scrolling on Instagram, and I see like a picnic with like, you know, healthy foods and kids loving each other and, you know, probably music on in the background, although you can't hear it from an Instagram, Instagram post. But like, instead of just being resentful, like, that's not me, I'm not going to achieve to that level. Maybe saying like, what did you do to set yourself up for success there? You were saying earlier, we were talking about like the cooking and things like that celebrating, right? So instead of like, literally taking that thing that could there's been times where I like say if something happened, like I was supposed to go on vacation. I love vacationing, right? It's something that I, I love doing. And oh, we know. Say if... <sighs> you see that shade? <laughs> Throw your glasses on because this girl is throwing shade. So, um, but like, so I just had okay. For instance, I just had a vacation. Dana and I, Dana and I, uh, what well, was it? More of a trip. They're two different things, Beth. 
Um, but we were supposed to go to Arizona and we didn't end up going. And I seen some people like traveling just, you know, in their life. And automatically at first I was like, oh, I wish I was going to Arizona or I wish. And, but it wasn't a good feeling. And I literally mm. had to check myself. Like, first of all, key, like your time will come. It's not over, but like, don't hate on this because you're right here, you know? Yeah. So it's just like changing, shifting your mind and saying like, okay, I'm not going to Arizona, but I am going to upstate New York. I am going to Columbia. I'm going to X, Y, like, you know what I mean? And being happy about the things that you are doing and not the things that you're not doing. Yeah. Yeah. One of the biggest triggers for me is, so just for context, my dad passed away a couple months before my first son was born. Mike's parents live in Las Vegas. So, and my mom um, is really my only, uh, the only grandparent of my kids that's kind of in the area. And she has like 10 grandkids. (laughs) So one of the triggers for me is when I see like my friends out and they have their parents there to help them I immediately feel like angry and like less than and feel like sort of shitty like that my kids don't have that same experience Uh you know they don't have grandparents at their games you know they don't have like overnights with their grandparents this and that like a jealousy feeling maybe And it's something that I had to really work on as a trigger for me in therapy for a very long time to say, you know, just because your family doesn't look like another's family doesn't mean that it's wrong or bad. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like spins on that too, right? Like there's times when I'm really present with my kids and, and a lot of times that I get with them that maybe a family that has really engaged grandparents, a parent wouldn't get that much time, right? right? And then there's a converse to that. Like, I don't really get a break a whole lot. But the, the point is that I, our family context and our family dynamic is very different than some of the people I might be comparing it to. And I have to just know that that's a trigger for me at the situation. I have to like knock it off. Because it can spiral. Naturally, we want to compare ourselves. Um, And just to almost like measure if we're on the right track, right? Sometimes, and and sometimes it could be like a minor comparison. Like, um, you know, like even with our kids, you know, like I know that there's things even with, with my kids, like, Isaac is so coordinated. Like he is, he's an athlete almost at heart, but he's so coordinated. He can physically do things that Zara can't do. Mm -hmm. She's not coordinated enough yet. She's, you know, trying to find her bearings, but this girl can like, she's reading, you know, kindergarten, first grade books. She's interested in words and writing. She reads all of the time and Isaac right now has no interest. So sometimes 
even comparing the kids in a sense of like, Isaac, you should be doing X, Y, and Z. You need to do this. Zara's doing, you know, Mm. I have to stop myself. Yeah, that's such a good point. I have to stop myself. And I'm like, hold on. They're an extension of you. And it's almost like that same exercise you go with yourself. You're putting on with against your kids. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm not like, I love my children. I, I don't mean it, but sometimes I have to like fall back a little bit and like, Keith, like, don't do this. Don't, don't put that energy out there. He's good where he's at. She's great where she is. Like they're twins, but they're two separate people. Yeah. You know, raising the child that you have not the child that you want to be like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like the yeah. one you want. Of course you want certain things for your children. But you have to raise the child that you have. And that's yeah. just such a perfect example and one that I wasn't even thinking about. Because I do the same stuff too. Yep. And Especially just... with the girls. Yeah. And I think we have to count our blessings. Count our blessings mm-hmm. more and be grateful for the things that you have from for the place that you are currently. And it's okay to see someone and admire that and want to push further in whatever, you know, in your life. It's okay to do that. But you have to do it in a more healthy way. Yeah. And that doesn't mean because someone else has something that you don't does not mean that you're worse or or bad or not doing enough or not working hard enough or not lucky not that doesn't mean any of that yeah and if you really 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 are looking at someone's life of of, and you're looking at something that you want have that motivate you to do something in your own life for yourself comparing ourselves to others the exact remedy of that is finding your own worth yeah. And as corny as this might sound, like if you're not doing any level of gratitude practice, that is the very best way to start figuring out your worth. Just writing down a list of things that you like about yourself and using that as a motivator yeah. to find those strengths. Do you think it's healthy to compare yourself to your old self? Hmm. Yes. Because there's a lesson there. Yeah. And, you know, it may not always be sunshine and rainbows when you look at your old self. There may be some digression. There may be some pain to look at there. And there may be some unpretty parts. And that's all parts, pieces of the process. Mm-hmm. I always say for me, I never want to erase who I've been and where I've been yeah. because that person has brought me to the person that I am today. True. That should be the only person that you're up against is yourself. Yeah. I would agree. Because what you will become is a watered down version of someone else. If you're trying to 
be someone else, live like someone else. Not only are you not authentic to who you are, but you're not authentic to even who that person you're striving to be is. You're like a watered down version of them. That's all you are. And who the hell wants to be a watered down version of anything? No. You can be 100% pure and truly yourself. Like, first off, nobody wants watered down version of anything. And I'm like, no. Thinking about like iced tea, for example. Like, just drink water. Like, if you're going to even try for it, just drink water. (laughs) Wait, Ben, I had the worst. I had the worst cup of iced tea yesterday. And I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to waste a sugar packet in this iced tea because I'm just drinking basically water and with a taste of tea. <laughs> with a splash of tea? Oh, my God. With, with a splash of somebody didn't do that right. Right. You do not want to be the watered-down version of anyone. Not even yourself, but, like, you... If you compare yourself to someone else and you want you want that life and you want that person and everything they they have, like you'll never have that. You'll never be that. So instead of like trying for that, like take that same energy and feed it into yourself. I love that. I love that because if you're feeding it into yourself, you will only continue to evolve. Yes. And it's easier that way. So like I say, like there's, I love the quote, stay in your own lane. There's no traffic there. Yeah. Yep. When you're not, when you're in somebody else's lane, it's like bumper to bumper. Yep. I read this quote this morning and it says, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Mm. Open yourself up. Yeah. Opening yourself up to that kind of thought of mind of someone else is better or stronger or smarter or whatever. Like when you only get that once you open yourself up to that. Yeah. Close that door. Focus on yourself, focus on your affirmations, focus on the better parts of who you are, work on the not so strong parts about yourself. And once you do that, like, you'll be a hundred. And as corny as it sounds, because I know people struggle with affirmations, words matter. Yeah. And they're the beginning of putting some powerful things into place. So even if you don't believe the words you're saying about yourself yet, mm-hmm. still say them until you start yep. to believe them. Yep. It's building a foundation and going back to gratitude. I think another thing I want to talk about in this conversation is that it absolutely leads to the essence of contentment and being content. There is no better emotion than feeling just a general state of joy with exactly where you are Mm -hmm. within your circumstances. 
Because when you're content, you're not worried about what other people are doing, what you don't have, what you didn't achieve. You're truly present. Yeah. And that takes a lot of practice. I would say it takes a lot of time, but it's so much better there. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to still have these big goals for your future or that you're not still working on things. Of course you are. You're always going to be working towards being a better person tomorrow than you are today. But that doesn't mean that you should miss the joy of life in the process. Yep. Because then what's the point of the process then? Right. If you can't enjoy it and take it for what it is, it's, the victory doesn't feel as good when you make it if you didn't go through it, right? And you're not able to enjoy. Yeah. Like, you are not able to enjoy until you reach that big audacious goal. Like, if you are not at peace with your life, you are not enjoying it in the moment. And, and your journey... Is your journey. Yeah. Where you start at and where you end up. That's your journey. Love your path. And if you don't love your path. And if you don't love your path. If you don't love your path. Then change it. Mm -hmm. That's as simple as it gets. If you're walking. You know. On this path of life. And what you're seeing and what you're encountering isn't what you want or isn't what you like. You have full rights over this book. Change it. Yeah, and and have compassion for your path. Yeah. Know that, like, what you do from here on out is only because of where you came from. How you move from this point out is a reflection of where you were yeah you know what i mean if you constantly win and you never felt defeat you have nothing to compare it to so you're not even enjoying it as much yeah you're not enjoying it as much as someone that knows what losses feel like i've been in that clip you know the very beginning of my career i was on this like crazy pathway of winning and It truly did not allow me to rejoice in what others were winning at. Mm -hmm. So it's like I had blinders on. And when I look back to that time, I can honestly admit that there were so many things that I was not present in and that I was missing out in. There's been times that I've compared myself to other successes And really thought that it had something to do with me. Like other people's successes has nothing to do with me. At all. At At all. all. But how many times have you been like, oh my gosh, like somehow painted yourself into their success story, but like the villain of it. Like, you know what I mean? Like you actually aren't even in the same movie. Like you're not, bitch. Right, but she don't even know you. Like she doesn't know you. She's doing her own thing. You know, from an equity lens, everybody yeah. starts at a different place. And yeah. your path is your path. 
You got to be focused on your own goals. Focus on the person that you want to become and do yeah. those things. And I feel like that's the only, when you're looking at something and comparing yourself to something, that to me shows you that you have work to do in yeah. some way, shape or form, right? So if it's, if you're comparing yourself to, you know, I don't know, someone's success, someone's job, something, you know, then maybe you should look at yourself in a mirror, figure out what you want to do and take leaps of getting there. Mm. You know it's what I mean? So or smart. if you're on social media and you're you're just scrolling, just like, you know, looking at everyone's life and hating yours even, you know, every every second, then like, maybe you should put down your phone and pick up a book. Yeah, have some boundaries around social media. If you're like starting to get a little out of control and you out can't really, you know, there's some things you can definitely do. Like right. putting your phone in a cabinet. I think you said you did this. Like you put your yeah. phone at a certain place for like an hour and like you can't go back to it for that full hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been times and I don't know if this is comparison and you could tell me if it is. There's been times where... I would go and see on social media or whatever and see someone got a pair of shoes. I don't need those shoes. I don't need those shoes. Mm -hmm. I wasn't mm -hmm. looking for shoes. I wasn't in the market for a new pair of shoes. And here I go. And now I need these shoes. Yeah, that's absolutely what's happening. Social media beyond just influencers, the ads are set up to make you impulsively yeah. buy things. Yeah, true. So that's a yes. I think FOMO is a yes. Like if you're getting anxiety because you're missing out on something, yeah. like that's some some way that you're comparing yourself to something. But no, I mean, there's been times like Dan, Dan's going to laugh at this where <laughs> I'm like scrolling through Pinterest and I'm like, oh, Look at this DIY, Dan. They're, they're building a whole flower garden with, with a vegetable garden <laughs> in the middle with stones all around it. And they say you could do it yourself and you only need these tools. And he goes, he like literally looks at me like, don't, don't start. But automatically I see something I'm like, I want that now. I want to do this now. It's just. Yeah. I think you're falling into the trap there. I'm falling into the trap. But I think just in, in general, comparing ourselves to other people, we should automatically get in the mindset of celebrating them yeah. and getting curious about how did they get there? What, what are the components and what are the things we like about that piece and celebrate them, rejoice in them. And then I think for us, when it comes to just a general you know, be in competition with ourselves, not with other people and yep. use that ourselves as motivators. But in order to be in competition with ourselves, we kind of have to take inventory about where we've been and where we are now currently and where we want to go so that we can map out and really tell the story that we are making progress on our pathway. Yeah. Talk kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Use it as fuel. Use it as motivation. Don't internalize it. Don't think because someone has it and that you should have it. Be willing to, to, you know, cheer on others. Be happy that they have something or they 
got to this point or they achieved X, Y, and Z. If you know them, tell them. Yeah. If you want something that they have in a healthy way, ask them, you know? Yep. How am I able to, you know, have this work-life balance and also, you know, create healthy meals for my children? Or, you know, whatever that may look like. If you want it, then talk about it and make it your own. And yeah. just know that we, we like all that. Are, we're all on our own paths. We're all on different paths. And, like, it's meant for us. As long as you stay in your um, own lane, there'll be no accidents. Oh, I like that. Trust me. <laughs> Mic drop. Trust as me. long as you stay in your own lane, there will be no accidents. That's just like Bible. So one thing that I do want to just one last little piece tidbit is allowing yourself to be bored. Because I am falling in the trap of this where the minute that I'm bored, I feel like I want to busy myself with social media, doing something. And it's like, I don't really allow myself to get bored. And then I could never get creative. And so part of this process for me is to give myself a half hour of being bored without like turning on the TV, finding a task for myself to do, scrolling Instagram, like actually let myself putz around and be bored. Right. right. It's, it's not that easy to do, especially if you're sort of working, momming, lifing, wifing, all the things. Yeah. Being bored is really hard. It's very but the hard. moments that I, the moments that I have, I came up with, a, you know, a writing project that me and Nicholas are working through. Mm-hmm. The ideas come to me in those moments. Do you know what doesn't come to me when I'm scrolling through Instagram? Literally anything. Yeah, because your mind's already occupied. Your mind's already. It's reaching uh, for something that isn't, yeah, it's reaching for something that isn't meant for me. Mm -hmm. So having those boundaries in place to let yourself get bored, take a break from social media, pick up the phone and and have a conversation, be in nature, I think is part of the process too. Yeah, I think that, and just knowing that like everything isn't meant for you. Mm -hmm. What's meant Mm -hmm. for you is for you. Mm-hmm. You only mm-hmm. take pride in who you are at this second where you're standing at and who you are and what you have take pride in that and know that no one else has this besides you because it's I love it and it's it's not you know it's you're not going to wake up and be 100 percent cured from not comparing yourself oh i do do it it every day i do it often i would say i do it every day day. yeah yeah but if we're conscious about it we can start to put the reality in check of what's actually happening yeah and i think if you do like these mental exercises of turning those negative thoughts into positive thoughts and how you view it and if it's something that you see that you like then look at your life and change something about it yeah, and not to and not to be, you know, it won't be exact. It, it would still be yours, but like, if you know, you see someone and they got a promotion at work, and you're like, oh, I wish I can get a promotion at work, then do something to get a promotion at work. You know what I mean? Or yeah. or 
take. Meanwhile, the your spot. your work's not even giving out promotion. Dude, they're not even giving out. You just you just got a promotion, actually. Like <laughs> sometimes, like comparing your life, you'll compare yourself to someone else or something else that you already have. You have that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could have three kids, but you do. You have three kids. <laughs> Just like in in your body and your your mind, it just wants to like go there to like yeah. naturally comparing because that we are social creatures. Yep. So, but even just kind of having some fun with like literally, you just had a promotion. You should not be irritated that somebody else got one. <laughs> You're like, oh, I want new living room furniture. You just got furniture in your living room. Why are you tripping? stop like it is it's human nature and it can get I remember when I was married and I picked up my dress and I remember my wedding planner telling me like do not look at dresses do not look at dresses do not look at dresses and I was I was good for a while and then Pinterest and I got on and start looking at dresses and I literally had a whole nervous breakdown I call oh, Ashley. No. I call. I call Ashley, and I'm like, I really like this dress, and I'm having second thoughts about my dress, and I haven't seen it in you know four months, and I don't, I just, you know, I don't know if it's the one. And I send her this dress, and she literally, like, call, she calls me back, and she goes, "Bitch, that is your dress." It was like on, <laughs> it was on a different model on a whole different site of whatever, and she goes, "That is your dress." And I was yeah, like, but it's almost like you couldn't see that because oh, your I your see it. emotion no. was jealousy. That's yeah. what was trying to crawl its way out. And it made me think that like what I had wasn't good enough. And I was like, bitch, you have the same exact thing. You have the same exact thing. Dying. But that's what it would do. So like dying. Just strengthen your mind. Change the way you think. And it. like you said, it's not gonna be an overnight thing. But it's something that you can do every day that will eventually have your mind strong as hell that you won't go down this path of comparing yourself to people's Not just this path, your path. Your path. True. Well, if you like what you heard, follow us on Instagram at trustme underscore the underscore podcast and listen to us wherever you consume your podcast and you know if you like what you heard give us a share so we can continue to grow our community and if you got anything from this podcast just know that you only get one invitation to the party (laughs) so make sure when you're invited you come you got one link you better yeah one link that's all you get (laughs) all right guys it was great chatting with you and i hope you like what you heard Take care. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.